started recording so i will just quickly go over this again ephesians chapter 1 verse 16 i do not cease to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers says that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him this is that the god of our lord jesus christ our lord so he has become our lord this is the father of glory so now we can call him the father of glory he says may give to you that he may give to you the spirit of wisdom so now the the new christians in the church of ephesians they need something they were lacking something so apostle paul was praying that they may receive that which they lack he says that you may receive the spirit of wisdom now the word spirit of wisdom or the word spirit there is the word nous n-o-u-s that word is usually used for the mind okay it's not just talking about now um from the english perspective we may think it's talking about spirit but it's not talking about spirit because they who are christians have already received the spirit for example everybody listening to me here is already having the spirit is there anybody who doesn't have the spirit raise up your hand is there anybody you don't have the spirit raise up your hand so we all already have the spirit likewise the church in ephesians they all had the spirit so when he said that he may give unto you the spirit of wisdom he's not talking about another spirit what he's talking about is a mind a mind of wisdom a mind the word news is the mind is, is the word mind he will give unto you a mind of wisdom now that word wisdom there is the word sophia in the greek it means full intelligence full intelligence this that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give unto you a mind of full intelligence did you see that did you get that yeah so the word wisdom is the word sophia in the greek and sophia means full intelligence complete understanding okay now or a mind that investigates a mind that wants to know the truth you see he may give unto you a mind that investigates the things concerning jesus that is the word sophia there says that he may give unto you the spirit a mind of full intelligence or a mind that investigates says and revelation a mind of wisdom and revelations the word revelation over there is the word apocalypse that he may give unto you the mind of full intelligence 
Now, Apocalypse is for something to be opened up to you. That God may give you a mind. Something that searches. It's just like a research. Something that um, investigates. So now, this kind of mind, combining wisdom and revelation, is a mind of full intelligence that can investigate in the knowledge of Him. That means the things concerning Jesus. Oh Lord, help me. Let me help you. Let me break it down. <laughs> I think some people are already confused right now. Don't be confused. Now, Apostle Paul is praying that the church may receive this mind of full intelligence. A mind revelation that can open up. You see, that can open up hidden things concerning Jesus. You see, so Apostle Paul was praying for them that they may have this kind of mind. Now, can you go to verse 18, please? Can you display verse 18 for me? Let me quickly show you something. Verse 18. It says, the eyes of your understanding. Okay, let me quickly ask you a question. So when it says the eyes of your understanding, what do you think he's talking about? Yes? What do you think he's talking about? When it says the mind of your understanding, what do you think he's talking about? Can you tell me? The mind, good. So, because verse 17 already made you understand that he's talking about the mind. So, in verse 18, you know he's talking about the mind. It says, the mind of your understanding. The eyes of your understanding, sorry. It refers to the mind. It says that it may be enlightened. It may be enlightened. Now, the reason why he's saying that their mind may be enlightened was because of what he said in verse 16. In verse 16, he says that God will give you a mind of full intelligence that can investigate the things concerning Jesus. And when you have that mind of full intelligence that can investigate the things concerning Jesus, then it moved on to verse 18 to say that mind will be enlightened. It will be flooded with light. That is the word fotizo. Fotizo in the Greek. Fotizo. Say fotizo. P-H-O-T-I-Z-O. That is fotizo. <laughs> Some people will say, ah, what is going on today? <laughs> you are welcome to Greek class. <laughs> so that word Enlightened is the word fotizo. It means for your mind to be flooded with light. It says, now, that you may know, that you may know, that you may know. So the essence of your mind being flooded with the light of the knowledge of Christ. It says, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. 
you may know what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Can you just play verse 19? That you may know. So, the essence of the prayer of Apostle Paul is that was they may what? That through their mind, they may what? What is the full scope? Uh-huh. Yes, nobody is answering me. Oh my God. Good. That they may know. Oh, are the rest people sleeping? Oh my God. Next time I will mention names. I will just mention your name. Thank you. <laughs> this one is a serious class. Serious Bible study class. Oh, the network is disturbing. Yeah. I notice, yeah, I notice that. Um, okay. We move forward. Can you display verse 19? Verse 19. Can you display verse 19? Verse 19. He says, and you know, we are talking about that they may know, so that they may know the hope of his calling, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and then what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. So there are three things that he said we should know. Number one, the hope of his calling, why we have been called. Number two, what we have in him, that is our inheritance. Number three, the power that works in us. Amen. So he says, I am praying for you that your mind will come to see who you are, what you are, and what you have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, the mind is a very, very important tool. It's very, very important because um, the mind is needed for people to be saved. For somebody to say, I am saved. In fact, the mind is key. You would have heard of a lot of people saying that um, they heard of or they went to hellfire and then they got saved. That is not true. You can have a vision of hellfire, but you having a vision of hellfire doesn't make you saved. <laughs> Just like somebody telling you that there is hellfire, and then you be you all of a sudden you started getting frightened, and then you said, "Oh God, 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 I don't want to go to hellfire." And then you think because of that you are saved. No, you are not saved. No, you are saved. Some people say, ah, what if I say, God forgive me all my sins. That is why I am saying that you are not yet saved. 
because you don't understand. The mind is critical in understanding what God wants to do or what He is doing for us. You see, uh, I uh, now quickly go to Romans chapter one verse sixteen. Today I've entered, I have entered my teachers, my um, teachers element. <laughs> Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Verse 16, please. Romans 1, verse 16. It is the just shall live by faith. It says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the word, power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the word, Greek. Now, look at that critically. This, I am not ashamed of what? The gospel of Christ. What is the gospel of Christ? The good news. It is for it is the power of God. So what's has the ability and the potentials to save men. Is it a story of hellfire or the gospel of Christ? Is it somebody dreaming about going to hell or the gospel of Christ? Is it you telling somebody that there's hellfire and then the person cries or the gospel of Christ? <laughs> Some of us, we are gifted when it comes to evangelism. You have the anointing to make people cry. And you think that because you have made them cry, you have saved them. You have not yet, you have not yet saved them. He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. So it is only, so we find the power for salvation or the power for men to be saved in the gospel of Christ. It is in the gospel of Christ that men find the power to be saved. Am I communicating? It says, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Now, we usually think that everybody in Israel is going to heaven. We are wrong. That is why a lot of people today, um, they don't know how to differentiate between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And one thing is that they see Israel or the nation of Israel as a symbol for Christianity. It may be true, but it is not true. Because um, the nation of Israel, they also needed to be saved. That is what we saw there. It says, for the Jews first. So, it says, he came unto his own, but his own received him not. <laughs> or oh, you never read that? The Bible said, Jesus Christ, he came to his own, but his own did not receive him. So, they did not receive him. They rejected him. <laughs> so, you think that the whole of Israel is saved and they are all going to heaven because they are Israel, God's chosen nation. Everybody in Israel is going to heaven. 
no you are wrong you are 100% wrong oh god gave them the law and the commandments and everything yes he gave it to them but the commandment and those things they were shadows they were means to bring them to christ if they accepted laws and did not accept it and did not accept jesus then they are filled it says the law came by moses but grace and truth came through jesus so if they have accepted the law they embraced it they did not accept jesus then <laughs> they did not receive anything you see so you have to understand that there is a difference i know some of you are already having some questions don't worry <laughs> so um i know a lot of christians um they don't want to try to understand the two there is a difference between the old and the new the israelites they operated in the old you see they did not receive jesus although some of them accepted jesus and they were saved but those who did not accept him they are not saved so you cannot be a christian because you are from the nation of israel is that clear is not possible by bet you can never be a christian no is not possible see so there are a lot of things that qualifies one to be a christian okay how did i get here um glory be to god <laughs> today we entered into uh, the the teaching element the teaching grace glory be to god <laughs> so now listen carefully don't see the nation of israel as the representation of christianity is for god so loved the world that the world he did not say the nation of israel he loved the world so the whole world you get it so jesus did not just come for some people he came for everyone not for some special people for everyone do you get it the father found israel walked with israel and through israel the savior was to come the savior came through israel so we say he is the lion of the tribe of judah he came from that lineage but after he came from that lineage <laughs> they needed to be saved by him they needed to be saved by him so the father found israel allowed the son to come through israel but the son did not come for israel the son came for the world amen is that making sense to you okay so quickly if i run you through um if i run you through the book of um romans 
you begin to understand the reason why people must be saved. Romans, let's look at verse 12, Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Okay, you see, I don't want to jump. I don't want to go in that direction first. Let's hold on. Let's go to um, the book of Luke. I want to show you guys something. We are talking about the mind, right? So let me show you things concerning the mind first. Um, the book of Luke. Let's go to Luke chapter 24. Let's start from verse 13. I need somebody to read for me. Verse 13. Um, Prince, can you call in to read? Read for me. Yeah. Can you speak um, louder? We can't hear you very well. Can you speak louder? Can you speak louder? Yeah. Just go but speak louder. Okay. The next verse. If you like, you can display from four to down. Keep on displaying the verses. Four to down to twenty-two. Keep on displaying. Continue reading, please. Amen. Amen. So now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Amen. Now, um, they said there were two of them. They were walking, and they were on the road, um, to Emmaus, and then they were talking about what the things which had happened. What things had happened? You get it. Remember, Jesus Christ just died. So these two people, they were talking about it. Okay, verse 15. The 
she said, So it was how do you convey any reason that this person himself drew near drew near and went with them? Mm-hmm. But their eyes were restrained, so they did not know him. Verse 17. And he said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Verse 18. Then the one whose name was Lopas said, They answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happened there in these days? Verse 19, and he said to them, What things? So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, the one who was a prophet, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all people, and how the chief priests and our rulers de- delivered him to be condemned to death. Now, hold on, hold on. Now. These are these two people, you know, they are part of the disciples of Jesus. Okay, they are on their road going to Emmaus before Jesus Christ appeared to them, and then Jesus Christ asked them about. So they were talking about Jesus. They didn't know that the person who appeared to them was Jesus. So they were speaking about Jesus to Jesus. Okay, now look at verse twenty-one, which is very key. Verse twenty-one. Uh-huh. Verse twenty-one. But we were hope. Yeah, use the hands phrase better. The hands phrase better. But I read verse 21. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Okay, stop. Indeed, beside all this. Stop. This we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. So these people they were waiting for, according to them, the thing that Jesus Christ came to save Israel from the Roman Empire. You get it? At that time, the Romans were ruling over Israel. So what what happens is that God usually gives Israel judges to rescue Israel from this from the philistines and those people who usually oppress them so they were hoping that like god gave them something you see and the other judges now they were hoping that god is going to send them another person to deliver israel you get it from the romans you get it so when he came he was doing many mighty miracles and things but yet jesus christ told them you know before he died he told them that he was going to die right but yet they did not believe. They did not understand the reason why he, Jesus Christ, would die. That is why Peter took him aside and started rebuking him. Ah, why will you die? God forbid it will never happen. So Peter was busy rebuking Jesus. No, you can never ever die. It is not possible. You will not die. Because he did not understand why Jesus Christ came. You see. So they thought that this king one day is going to be the king and the king of the whole world is going to deliver Israel and then he will be the king of Israel. You see, that, that was what was in their mind. So he says, but we are hoping that it was he 
who was going to redeem Israel indeed. You see? <laughs> okay, continue. I continue from the verse 21. Indeed, beside all this, today is the third day since the event. Today is the uh-huh. Yes. Continue. Certain, uh, yes. And certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb Next verse. astonished us. Please keep on displaying. We are going down to 44. So, um, what is going on here is that so they were thinking Jesus Christ is the one. Okay, continue with him. Verse 23. When they did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Verse 25. Then he said to them, A foolish one and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Okay, now hold on. Verse hold on. Hold on now. Hold on now. Now, uh, okay. what was, is going on now? Look at this. I want to show you something now. So, after when Jesus Christ came, he told them about his death and his burial and his resurrection, but they did not believe. So now, after he died and all these things happened, then they were wondering that, ah, why did it happen like this? They, they, like they were still in shock. Why did Jesus Christ die like this? Hey, the mighty man, bah, he raised the dead and he can die like this. Hey. So they were telling him about it. And what was the response of Jesus Christ to them? He says, you people, you are foolish. You are all foolish. This, and you are slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. You are foolish. You do not believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Meaning that there are things that have been spoken concerning Jesus in the prophets, in the law. You see, these things have been said concerning Jesus, but they were slow. He says, now he's talking about their mind. So your mind, your mind, your mind, that's your mind, is not active. Your mind doesn't have a revelation that captures the mind of God. Do you see? So now, when Apostle Paul was praying for them, he was praying for them that they may see, that they may know what Jesus Christ came to do for them. Do you get it? How many of you are following me now? How many of you are following me? He says, he says oh fools, he says, the, the things that have been spoken. Now, look at verse 26. Continue. Verse 26. Ought uh-huh. not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Hold on. Hold on, hold on. He says, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Is it it not necessary that Jesus Christ should die? Okay, now, continue. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This particular book you are, you are using, I I want the KJV, KJV, KJV. You see, when I'm using, I'm not used to all this Bible. I use KJV. Now, it says, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures. He expounded to them. And beginning at Moses, when he say Moses, he's talking about Genesis. Starting from Genesis, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So the purpose or the reason why the Bible started from Genesis was because it is pointing to one man, who is who? Jesus. So the reason why we have Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, everything is written so that it can point you to who? to Jesus. You see, so he said he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So many people, when they go to the Bible, they go and look for the story of how David killed Goliath. It's very, very good. Oh, David killed Goliath. Oh, very, very nice. David, he killed Goliath. But that is not the essence of why the Bible was written. You should be seeing Jesus in David. You see, the essence of it is Jesus. Everything that was written was to bring you to Christ. Everything was a pointer to one person. That is Christ. You see, so that is why he is called the Word. He is called the Word because he, um, he is the body of the idea. He is the body of the mind of God. You see, so now the mind of God has been placed in a person. The whole idea of God, everything that God wants to do for man can be found in a person. So when we say Jesus is the word of God, we are saying he is the idea. He is the idea of God. So it says in the beginning was the word. So in the beginning there was an idea. There was a plan. There was an idea. And the word, listen, and the word was with God. And the word was God. Do you see? The word was and the word was God. That idea, Jesus, he is God. <laughs> Do you see that? Yeah. Do you see that? So it says he expounded to them the things concerning himself. <clears throat> so when we are talking about Bible study, Bible study is concerning Jesus Christ. That is why the prayer of Apostles that I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you always in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge, in the knowledge of him. Do you see that? So, it is in the knowledge of him. So, every time you open your Bible, it should be pointing you to one person, and that is Christ. Every t- <laughs> Please, I hope you understand what I'm saying now. So, because when Jesus Christ opened the Bible, yeah. that was the first Bible study of Jesus Christ. What was he showing them? He was showing them the things concerning himself. 
the things that has been written from Genesis down to the prophets concerning Jesus. Um, I think I should be able to show you to show you some of them. Don't worry, with time I'll show you. But let's continue. Now, watch this. Uh -huh. We are now in verse what? And it says what? And their eyes were opened. Now, when it says their eyes were opened, what is he talking about? If you have been following me from the beginning, you should know. When it says their eyes were opened, what was he talking about? Yes, their mind. Good. It means you are following me. You see? So now, what is happening is that their mind was receiving light concerning Jesus Christ. This was the prayer that Apostle Paul was praying for the saints, that they may receive this knowledge in their mind, that they will come to know who Christ is. <laughs> you see, this kind of knowledge is what is known as revelational knowledge. It is not that kind of knowledge he said that, oh, I dreamed and I saw that hair fire is coming. No. Um, see, 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 And then people are running their hair tasketer. <laughs> you don't understand anything. <laughs> there is a revelation in God's word that when it hits you, you cannot deny. You know that of all truths, this is the truth. You get it? So when Jesus Christ expounded the things concerning himself, their mind became opened. See, a lot of people, their mind is still closed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me show you something. See, a lot of people, their mind is still closed. It's still, it's still closed because of something. Look at... Um, I wish I can find Okay. Let me just hold on a little bit. I will get there. Let me just hold on. I don't want to jump. I want to I wanted to take you people to the veil to see how the veil Okay, let me even show you um, from First Corinthians chapter 4. That one is not the main one, but that one is just a small one. That is the First Corinthians. There is a First Corinthians. Sorry, not first, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Can you display it?
Okay. Now, it says, In whom the God of this world had blinded. Oh, are you not reading Prince? Read, read, read. read. Verse 29. No, no, no. Can't you see the scriptures? Verse 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. We'll go back to that place. Huh? Verse 4. Is in the on the screen. Mm-hmm. Chapter four, verse four. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon. So, so now. Now, somebody who is not born again is because their mind has been blocked. Okay? Now, there are some Christians, still they are born again, but yet their mind still needs more light. Their mind still needs more light because of some certain kind of things that they believe. Like some people, they have been trained that, oh, if you are in the bathroom and then you sing, you will be married to a spirit. You get it? Somebody who is coming into Christianity with this kind of mind, <laughs> it is a problem. That kind of mind can still hinder the person. So even if he's in the bathroom and then the Holy Spirit starts to give him a song to sing, the guy will not sing. He say, ah, I don't want to be married to any spirit here. Kai, this one there, I will never. <laughs> you get it? Now, because the mind has been blocked. The mind has been blocked. Now, let me show you something again. Look at Second Second Corinthians 30 verse 15. Display Second Corinthians 30 verse 15. Let's see what is there. Corinthians 30 verse 15. You see, what I'm teaching you right now, you need to know these things. It's very, 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 very important. Okay. Can you display that for us? Second Corinthians 30 verse 15. Prince, if you are there, you can read. Uh God's grace. 3, verse 15. 3, verse 15. 3, verse 15. Okay. Uh-huh. Go on. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 15. Mm-hmm. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, uh, is read, read uh-huh. the veil is upon their hearts. He says, even unto this day, Amen. when Moses is read, he says, the veil is upon their hearts. There is a covering that came from the law. <laughs> Some people brought their covered mind into the New Testament. 
<laughs> there is a lot of covering in the New Testament because the Old Testament served as a shadow. You get it? So there was a lot of covering, a lot of things that limited their understanding. So the the solution to their problem is that in the New Testament, they need to receive a certain light. So Apostle Paul was praying that their mind will be flooded with what? With light. That their understand, the eyes of their understanding would be what? Enlightened. Did you see that? Did you see that? Okay. Now, let's go back to, you see, that is why when Jesus Christ was speaking to them, what happened was that their mind opened. Their mind opened. Do you see that? Now, there are some Christians who still believe that um, they should not eat some certain kind of food. You get it? There are some Christians who believe that they should not um, wear, they should not even put on some certain kind of dress or the lady should not put on trousers or they should not put on earring. They should not, the lady should not put on attachment. There are some Christians who still like, they still think that way. It's not their fault. It's because of where they are coming from. There is a certain veil that is still covering covering the the mind. Yes, pig. They say they should not eat pig. You see, there is a kind of veil that is still covering their mind. Now, let's go back to what Jesus Christ was saying. We are in verse um where are we? We're in verse twenty now, right? No. We stopped at verse Uh, Prince, where did you stop? Verse 28. Luke 24, verse 28. Continue from there. Prince, are you there? Hello, Prince, go ahead. Prince, are you there? Okay, let me read my thing. Read verse 28 and let's go. Please be fast. Verse 28. It's been displayed on the screen. I read. And they drew near unto the village, whether they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. Verse 29. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us. For it is towards evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. Verse 30. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it. And them and they were, hey, sorry, verse 31, go to verse 31, verse 31, and their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight, and they said unto one another, did not our hearts burn within us, 
while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Stop there. Stop. He says, did not our hearts burn within us? <laughs> did not our hearts burn within us? Did not our hearts burn within us? While he talked with us, by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures. Do you see that? While he was opening the scriptures, he was giving them a revelation. So what was happening to them was they were receiving fortizo. What did I say fortizo means? Do you remember? Their mind being flooded with light. So they were receiving, that light means knowledge. They were receiving a knowledge concerning who? Jesus. Amen. Okay. Now, Amen. let's go to verse um, Can you display verse 40? Verse 40. The weather is really, 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 really. Uh huh. It says. Verse 40. And when he had that spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. Verse 41. And how they yet believed not for joy, and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? Please go to the next verse. Amen. Mm-hmm. And they gave him a price of broad fish and of a honeycomb. Verse 43. And he took it and did it before them. Mm-hmm. Next verse. Verse 44. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spoke. Which I speak unto you. speak unto you. While I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms, concerning me. Amen. Stop. Wait, wait, wait. Is this? These things which were written in the law of Moses. Okay? So now, listen. I told you that the bible is focused on jesus so the things that were written in the bible they were written concerning him so the things that were written in the law of moses and in the prophets and the psalms he came to fulfill them now some of you i know that um you have been deceived a lot let me deceive you further now you know a lot of people when they are talking about tithes and things they will say jesus christ did not come to um, destroy the law, but he came to fulfill it. <laughs> when he say he came to fulfill the law, he is not saying that he came to do those things that they were doing in the law. He came to fulfill those things that have been written concerning him. Okay? Some people like to twist the scriptures to support the Old Testament views because the veil is still on their mind. So they want to they want to tell us that oh the things that were in the Old Testament Jesus Christ did not come to destroy it but he came to fulfill it. No, 
Who told you that? He came to fulfill those things which have been written concerning him. You see, so which were written concerning him in the law of Moses. He came to fulfill what were written against him in the in sorry concerning him in the prophets, and the things that were written concerning him in the Psalms. Do you see that? Now look at verse forty-five. Yes. Mm-hmm. Verse forty-five. Uh-huh. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scripture. Then opened he, opened he again the understanding that they might what understand the scriptures. So your purpose of going to church is this: that your mind may be opened. That your understanding may be open, that you may understand. You see, this was the prayer Paul was praying. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may understand. Do you see? So we have too many people who have not yet understood the scriptures. Too many people, and they are busy preaching. No, they don't even know that there's something like this. That. They <laughs> You see, there's a lot of things to learn. So, if you are um, a new Christian and then a prophet tells you, Ah, you dear, you are a man of God, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, and you jump out to go and start preaching. Yesterday, I say what? What did I say yesterday? <laughs> uh, I said something yesterday. I said, If you have been prophesied to, by a prophet that you are going to be a great man of God, whether apostle or teacher or prophet, and then you jump out to go and start doing it. What are you? You are a witchcraft, you are a wizard. <laughs> that is what you are because you want to deceive people. You want to because you don't know anything, you want to go and deceive people. May God help us. Amen. So now, these are things that we ought to know. Mm-hmm. Now, um, come to the book of um, John. Let's go to the book of John chapter 3. John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Let's start from John chapter 3. I'm just showing you some things that you guys ought to be seeing in your Bible. John chapter 3. Let's start from verse 5. Okay, let's start from verse 3. John 3 verse 3. So, keep on displaying it down to John chapter 3. Uh-huh. Please, you can read. John, John chapter 3, verse 5. F- starting from Jesus verse 3. Answered. Move to the next one. You see verse 3. So, John chapter 3, verse 3. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Please, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody, everybody read John chapter 3, verse 3. Everybody read it for yourself. One, two, ready, go, read. 
Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Okay, hold on. So what is Jesus Christ talking about? Being what? Born again. Okay. Now, then Nicodemus asked him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5. Jesus answered very nice unto you. Except a man. Now, in verse 3, what did he say? Born again. Now, but in verse 5, what, what is he saying? Except a man born of what? Water and of the what? Spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, here comes the problem. Verse 3 said, born again. Verse 5, because Nicodemus asked a question, and then he wanted to make things easier for Nicodemus, he expatiated on what he said in verse 3. He says, except a man be born of water and of the what? Spirit. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. Good. Please continue. Five. Now, really, mm -hmm. I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse six. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit unto thee. You must be born again. Hold on, hold on. Look at, read verse 6 again. Verse 6. Continue from verse seven. Seven. Marvel not that I said thee, I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell when it cometh, and whether whether it goeth. So is everyone, and that is born of the Spirit. Amen. Stop. Stop there. Now, now watch this. How many times was water mentioned here? In everything that Jesus Christ said. Check. How many times? From all what we have read, how many times did Jesus Christ mention water? Hmm? I think once. Oh. oh, I'm talking to everybody. How many times did 
Jesus Christ mentioned water. Once, okay. What about spirit? What about spirit? How many times did he mention spirit? How many times was spirit mentioned? I think Tato, you are welcome. It's been a long time. Tato, you are welcome. Three times. Five times. Okay. Now, it tells you that the emphasis is it on water or the spirit? The spirit. So, when Jesus Christ said, except a man be born of water and the spirit, what was the main thing he's talking about? Is he talking about water or the spirit? The spirit. God. Is water or God is spirit? God is spirit. So if we say to be born again, is it saying to be born of water or to be born of the spirit? To be born of the spirit. So it means that water is a symbolic representation of the what? Of the spirit. Good. So water represents the spirit. So when he says, except a man be born of water, he's not telling you water baptism. Water baptism is a symbolic representation of you being born again. So when they dip you inside water and you coming out, is a sign that you died and you resurrected with Jesus Christ. So it is a sign. That it is a sign. So God sent John the Baptist to give us a sign. So when he says, except you are born of water, he is not saying, except you do water baptism. No, that is not what he's talking about. Because water baptism is a sign to the Spirit. So in the Spirit, he says, if any man be in Christ, you have been dipped in Christ. He is a new creature. Did you see that? Do you see that? So the water is a symbolic representation of the Spirit. Every time you see water in the old, not every time, most of the time, you see, you see there will be, <coughs> somebody is getting it. <laughs> somebody is getting it. I know most of you usually think that that water there means water baptism and then, no. He's talking about the spirit, except a man. In fact, the Greek word and is the word kai, K-A-I. It means that is, except a man be born of water that is the spirit that is the spirit so water is representing the spirit now if you don't agree raise up your hand oh it's normal for you not to agree like it's normal if you don't agree raise up your hand i want somebody who will not agree so that i can if everybody agree it means that i cannot go deeper i want one person Say, I will not agree. <laughs> Please, I am begging you. Oh, I want to go deeper, but I need one person to disagree. <laughs> <laughs>
it's not compulsory that you must agree with, what, with, with whatever I'm saying. No. Because we are doing Bible study. You have to. You have to. <laughs> Hello. Oh. You guys, you don't want to disagree. Oh. <laughs> Somebody said I'm confused. Why are you confused? What is making you confused? What are you confused about? I want somebody to say, I do not agree. You don't agree. Okay, God's child doesn't agree because she is confused. It means she doesn't agree. That is a better way to put it. She doesn't agree. Okay, now. Since she said she doesn't agree that water there is representing the spirit, we are going to go deeper now because God's child is confused. <laughs> okay. Let's move deeper. John, let's go to the book of John. John chapter 7, verse 38 to 39. John chapter 7, verse 38 to 39. John 7, verse 38 to 39. John 7, verse 38 to 39. John chapter 7, verse 38 to 39. Mm-hmm. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Stop, stop, but stop, stop, this... stop. It is he that believeth on me, as out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, who are those who believe on him? Please. Who are those who believe? In Christ Jesus, who are those Christians? Christians, please. The this thing is too close to your mouth. Move it a bit from your mouth. Uh huh. Who are those who believe in Him? The Christians. Good. Christians. So when you look at Christians, do you see water coming out from their stomach? No. <laughs> oh, I can see water coming from the stomach of God's child. Water is coming out from his stomach. Water. Water is coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she is the one who says she is confused. <laughs> Did you see water come down from the stomach of God's child? She is a Christian. He says, Those that believe, water is going to come out. Rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. Now, so you should see that he's not saying water, but the water, the spirit. Okay, now read verse 38 to 39 again. Read it. Together. He that believeth on me, as the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this speaketh he of the spirit. Stop. He says, but he, but this spake he of the what? Spirit. Did you see? So did they use water to symbolize spirit here? Was water used to symbolize spirit? Huh? Was water used to symbolize spirit? Yes. The living water was used to symbolize the spirit because he said, but this speak he of the what? The spirit. Did you say that? But this he speak he of the spirit. Which they that believe on him should what? Receive. Did you say that? Did you say that? 
Yes, for the Holy Ghost was not given yet. Do you see? So when he's talking about water, he's always talking about the Spirit. So we are born not of water. In fact, because you are... You know what I used to think? You see, may God help us all because the veil has done a lot of wonders. When, after I got saved... I, I could not pray in tongues. I was worried. And then I was in the church and then they told me that, hey, have I done water baptism? Before I can speak in tongues, I must have done water baptism and I must have done Holy Ghost baptism. I say, hey. So I have to go and do foundational class for water. They have to teach me water baptism. So I thought that after I do the water baptism, that is all. I am now a new creature. So I was thinking that the water baptism makes me new. You know, as they dip me inside the water and then I come out and say, yes, I am new now. I will never sin again. Yes. Oh, gosh. In fact, I am power, power now. I didn't know. I didn't know that, <laughs> Master. <laughs> it was water. Let me tell you something. If you have done water baptism here, what they put you inside is water. It does not change anything. Let me say it again. Because you were dipped inside water, it doesn't mean your face changed. Water doesn't change anything. Huh? The Bible says it is the spirit that what quickness. The spirit. So, it is when we are dipped in Christ, in the Spirit. You see? It is not the water. Forget. 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 I know some people will come and argue now. Don't worry. I will take you to John. We shall go to John. <laughs> you get it? It is the Spirit. So, listen to me. As in the New Testament, we have moved from symbols to the Spirit. Do you get it? We are not in symbols. We are in the spirit. <laughs> water doesn't... If water could do it, I would not have sent Jesus. He would have said, okay, everybody fetch one bucket of water or two buckets of water. <laughs> I know that Henry's church just to baptize him. <laughs> Henry's church, they have not made him a leader because... They have not yet baptized him. Oh, yes, Henry. <laughs> I think his network is disturbing him. <laughs> Some of you, your churches, they have not yet made you a leader because they have not yet baptized you. <laughs> now, um, let me show you guys something. Let me show you guys something. I hope you will just wait today and allow that view to, <laughs> to come out. <laughs> Now, okay, Henry is back. Henry, I said that in your church, they have not yet made you a leader because they have not yet baptized you. <laughs> so, you better go and do your baptism. Now, let's go to John. Let me show you something about John. Okay. Okay, let me start from John. You see, all these kind of teachings, please don't go and teach it outside to fight him. They will beat you. 
Okay. You see, we were coming to pray. We were coming to pray before I have used about two hours to be preaching. About one hour or so. I was coming to pray. Okay, let's start from John chapter 1 verse. Um, oh, let's go to John chapter 1 verse 19. John chapter 1 verse 19. Display that for us. John 1 verse 19. John chapter 1 verse 19. I read. And this is the record of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? Okay, now display verse 25. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just display verse 25. <laughs> and God's child also. <laughs> you people are teasing people here. Okay. And they asked him and said unto him, If thou be not the Christ, no, Elia. Neither that prophet. Why are you baptizing? So they are saying that you, John, who are you? <laughs> are you the Christ? And then they said, he said, no, he's not the Christ. Then they asked him that you, if you are not the Christ, then why are you baptizing? <laughs> so you see the question they asked him. He said, if you are not the Christ, why are you baptizing? Are you baptizing? <laughs> is that not a good question? It's a very, very good question. Now, what did he say? Look at verse 26. Verse 26. Let's go to verse 26. Verse 26. John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. Which he know not. He, he, it is, sorry, he it is, who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latch it. I am not worthy to unloose. Amen. Amen. No, wait. Don't go to 28. Just relax. Oh, you do not display 26. God's grace, you do not display 26. Please, uh, 26. John answered them, say, I baptize now, now, wait to just follow me, please. Just follow me. They were asking them that, why are you people, why are you baptizing? Who have sent you to baptize? Who sent you to baptize? So now, verse 26, John answered them and said, 
I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you, whom you know not. Uh -huh. Now, 27. 27. Oh, oh. In fact, in fact, hold on, hold on. 27 did not put it like in Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3, we says that, as for me, I am baptizing you with water, but he that says, come, he will baptize you with what? With what? Fire. Fire. Do you see that? That is the spirit. Now, so now, let's go to verse 31. Let me kill the question. Verse 31. Let's look at verse 31. <laughs> Those of you who are still waiting to be leaders for you to be baptized, let me show you something. Mm -hmm. And I knew him not, uh -huh. but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, am I come baptizing with water? Oh, maybe they don't understand this version. Can you give me another version? <laughs> so the question is, why did John the Baptist came to baptize? The answer is in verse 31. <laughs> is it for the world to be saved? <laughs> is this, and I knew him not. Can somebody give me another version? In the simpler version. And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. God's grace this previous 31. Uh -huh. He says, I, uh -huh. I myself did not know him, mm -hmm. but the reason I came baptized with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Good. Amen. Good. So everybody, why was why did John the Baptist came? Why was John the Baptist baptizing? Why was he baptizing? <laughs> Look at the face of God's child. <laughs> this is Bible study. What we are doing is called Bible study. <laughs> Why did John the Baptist baptize with water now? Why? Uh -huh. Everybody answer my question. Good. So that he might be revealed to Israel. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you you want to reveal another Jesus to us. <laughs> the reason why he came from verse 31 was that I myself did not know him. But the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to what? To Israel. Did you see that? <laughs> that is why John the Baptist was baptizing with water. Not to start a new religion. Not to start or create a pattern for Christians. No. If you have never seen that in your Bible, now, some of you will say, ah, but that is why you will say that Jesus Christ did not baptize anybody. Oh, in fact, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, uh, let me go and um, show you people things now. Look at um Shilai, 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 Shilai. Okay, I think I should just 
think I should just um hold on with that. Um, somebody say, can this be recorded? Yeah, of course, it is being recorded. This is being recorded. Um, so um, that is the major um thing over there. You get it. So you need to know these things. Um, John the Baptist did not come to start a new practice for Christians. No. Some of you, you will say something like, oh, um, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not baptized anybody because the purpose of Jesus Christ was to baptize you with the Spirit. I, John the Baptist says, I baptize you with water unto repentance. I myself, I baptize you with water unto repentance. You see? But he, there is one that's coming. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with what? Fire. Did you get that? That is that can be found in that can be found in um, Matthew chapter thirty verse eleven. So go there, Matthew chapter thirty verse eleven. See that for yourself. Matthew thirty verse eleven. Can you display that Matthew thirty verse eleven? Prince, are you there or you have run away? Matthew 3 verse 11. God's grace, I'm waiting for you. Um, Matthew 3 verse 11. Okay, Prince, go ahead and read. Matthew 3 verse 11. After I baptize you, with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Amen. Okay, now, okay, now, let me ask you people a question. Simple, very, very simple question. Who was baptizing with water? Jesus or John the Baptist? Who was baptizing with water? Mm -hmm. Good. So, who was baptizing with Holy Spirit? Now, are the two of them the same thing? Are the two of them the same? Are they the same? Good. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is not still being in water. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Oh my God. <laughs> now, do you know what have happened just now? What have happened right now is that your eyes have been opened. The eyes of your understanding have been enlightened. Your mind have received light. Did you see that? Your mind have received light. Did you see that? Hallelujah, hallelujah. There are more views that will be taken off. Glory be to God. 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 Glory be to God.
Amen. 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 You see, what have just happened is that you received footage. I <laughs> You received light. Thank you. Abna, you are now coming. And you are saying amen. We will send you to class one. Abna will send you to For you to miss this teaching, you will be sent to class one. <laughs> this teaching you have missed, you are coming to say amen. <laughs> hey, my people. My people. Okay. Um. <clears throat> We are going to 